Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I pointed at Dariana so she could start off the podcast, and that's what she came up with. <laughs> hey, 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 guys. Welcome back. Oh, gosh. We've been gone for two, three, two weeks. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we are officially back. It is now August. Oh, my God. Where has time gone that it's already August? Know. It's about to be fall. Don't say that. I feel like summer came so late this year. I'm so mad. I love that, though. It's been like 109 here in Washington. But I love it. I love it. I'm like, take me back to Florida and the humidity because this is ridiculous. I've become acclimated to, because it it was like a week of 112, Uh 13. So I became acclimated to that. So now that it's like been in the upper 90s, Mm -hmm. it feels perfect. Oh, no. We've been staying in. Oh, my God. (laughs) We've been staying in man well it feels good to be back it really does <laughs> i feel like i haven't really talked to anybody in the last couple weeks <laughs> yeah yeah in isolation so sorry guys i just had to cough um mm. you want to start off with highs and lows <laughs> lord um or just highs <laughs> <laughs> why don't you start off with something okay yeah um my high this past week, um, just to give you guys clarification, it's Monday. Uh, is it Monday? Sunday? Yeah. No, it's Monday. Monday. Okay, yeah. So it's Monday. So this past week, um, my high was Josue came back from work. Um, so I was really excited to have him back. We were just doing like family activities. Um, we had a lot of stuff to do. Like I had to get my passport. Ethan had mm-hmm. to get his passport. Uh, we had to like change our license plate. Like just like things like normal adult things but it was fun having it to do with a partner you know wait what day did he get back um he got back thursday oh thursday afternoon at 2 p.m specifically for those (laughs) that like to draw a visual um but yeah so we picked him up from the airport then we had to like go do some dmv stuff which actually went really quickly here in florida you have to make an appointment you wait for like hours i'm surprised you didn't have to make an appointment well we did make an appointment but the difference from like florida dmv to like washington dmv is like they took us like this like florida even if you have an appointment you're there waiting and it's always packed here was like there's only like three other people it went by really quick small time we literally were like this was so fast and then we went to um what is this place what are what is this fast food place that's around here there's a lot. Oh, I know. It sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> Anywho, I tried this first. Oh, my God. But it's, like, only on the West Coast. Is it The Habit? No. It's not In-N-Out, obviously. But, like... No. Was it like, a burger place? Yeah, it was, Zips? like... It has, like, cheap tacos. That's what I know about them. Like, you get two tacos for, like, a dollar something. Jack in the Box? Jack in the Box, yes. Oh, oh my God. I, I grew we, up Jack in the Box all We time. went to Jack in the Box for the first time, and I was, like what the heck because i see everyone always talking about like jack in the box on tiktok so i went and we tried it out and it was like really good like this is good no, my like new taco bell good bad food yes like, yes i was like oh this is something God. you eat like three times a year and then that's yeah. it um but what's it called so yeah we did that it was just like i don't know and the next day we had to go get passports it was just really fun having yeah. him back home and like doing things that we're supposed to do as a family and yeah. like because normally i'm doing things by myself mm-hmm. so i'm like uh but it's just i don't know it's really fun to have him back home um I don't know like today we went to the pool and it was like a good day just like yeah. being there instead of it just being me and ethan i don't know it was really fun family stuff yeah, yeah of course I really dig that so much <laughs> <laughs> what about you what was your high what was my high um i don't know i haven't had like a high <laughs> i think i've just had moments of happiness here and there um, okay so what was your moment of happiness this past week um, this past week has been actually this is a proud moment i've been um meditating every single day for the past like five days i think i'm on day five right okay, now. okay consistency um, yes thank you <laughs> so i've been acknowledging my consistency because i've been really lacking like the dedication to my spiritual work mm-hmm. um and so now i'm on day five of sitting outside and journaling i've been journaling every day and then meditating and stretching and just like making the time to do that for myself mm-hmm. every single day it feels so good so i've been really proud of myself That's for the good. past five days and it's been nice i've like kind of turned my patio into a space where i can go and like 
have time for myself to do that and it's very healing to me so. I love that yeah how long are you doing this for are you doing in the morning afternoon so I'll actually go out in the morning um, after I wake up I wash my face and brush my teeth and then I go out onto the patio and I'll do the same thing but for a shorter amount of time because I have to go to work I'll do that for probably like 10 minutes and then in the afternoon when I get home from work Iris is still sleeping so I can go out for usually about an hour. I'll sit out there. And oh, just wow. Like, yeah. That's a long so time. So every morning and then in the afternoon. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love the consistency. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, a low for this week would be because of the heat. Um, me and Ethan have like severe eczema. Oh, um, so um, when I started to notice like, like the weather was like saying 100, 107, 109, I was like, okay, starting, I have to start doing indoor activities because like when I get my eczema, like I'll get it on my back. And then next thing I noticed, Ethan has the exact same eczema patch on his oh, back. It's the most weirdest thing. Um, so when I started to notice, I was like, okay, we'll, we'll stay indoors. So I like went to Target, did a trip. I got a couple like things that we could do indoor and we stayed indoor for like the past like week. Um, but it was like pretty fun. Like we were on the patio, we were, like we were never really bored. Like I yeah. made sure that we were good. Um, and we cut back on TV time like mm. so much and good I saw you. so much growth in this little boy Yay. Like he was talking so much more and I don't know like he was just being like obedient Like not saying that like he like kids are perfect, but he was just being like tantrums were like n Like no tantrums like <sighs> and I like this past month while Josue was away My big thing was trying to cut out TV time and only doing it like two times a day Specifically at certain times because mm -hmm. I just wanted to see like what would change yeah and I wanted to actually like implement it instead of just being like, okay, I'll do it on one day and then I completely forget. So I really implemented it this past month. So obviously now I'm talking about it since the month is over, since also I came back and it was so great. So great. So anywho, my I'm low. Like, is this a low? Sorry, but my low <laughs> is basically that I decided to go out one day during that hot day. Mm -hmm. Literally went to Target in the dollar store and came back home. The next day, Ethan broke out in severe eczema no. from the bottom of his waist all the way to his feet. And then it started to get out on his hands, like really bad eczema, oh, like bumps no. everywhere. That I woke up thinking he had monkeypox. And oh, you were tripping. I made an appointment with a doctor and she saw us through like the camera, like like in 20 minutes. She was like, don't worry, he doesn't have monkeypox, but he does have severe eczema. And I'm like, okay, so she prescribed him something, went to go pick it up. He's a lot better now, mm -hmm. um, but that was like my low. It's just like, you know, when you're dealing with a sick child, it's yes. just the worst. But thank God he wasn't sick, he wasn't scratching it. But me as a mom, I'm like, what the frick is going on? Like, yeah. of course I would go out the one day and <laughs> that would happen to me, but he's a lot better Poor now. Baby. But yeah, that was my low. Oh man, yeah, that sucks. Uh, well, my low hmm, for this week, uh, it's just been every day i'm experiencing the same low over and over again um yeah i just had a miscarriage recently so that's like just been devastating yeah, yeah. i'm so sorry for that too mm. i feel like i already i feel like i've done everything i could but that oh my god it's like i don't even want to talk about it because like i'm an emotional wreck um but that is the worst feeling ever I mean, I never announced that I had a miscarriage. I feel like this is the only platform I think I'm talking about it right now on. Like, only, like, my parents know, Josue's parents. I'm like, that's about it. Yeah. Um, but it's literally the worst freaking feeling ever. Like, yeah. like, I remember when you told me that you had it, it took me right back. Like, I'm literally, my hairs are getting up. It took me right back to when it happened to me. Like, I didn't even know what to say to you because nobody knew what to say to me like they were like i honestly don't know what to say and i'm like yeah. i don't expect you like i don't even want you to say nothing to me like don't talk to me like yeah. <laughs> so like i, I like uh, uh, mm -hmm. how are you dealing like, <laughs> i don't know it's hard to say it's like i have moments where i feel happy and fine and then moments where i don't um it's just kind of just kind of a cycle that i'm trying to find the balance of um so I'm doing, I'm here, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm here, I mean, I, this is the first time that I've seen you since then, it's been like two yeah. weeks, but that's just, I didn't want to see anybody or talk to anybody, but that's also just my um, natural response to when things like this happen yeah. to me or traumatic experiences. That's how you're coping. Um, yeah, I just, I isolate to feel better, so, and yeah. I do, I feel, I feel better. 
for sure than I did two, two weeks ago. Yeah. So. Do you want to talk more about how that day or that night went? Because mm-hmm. I remember we were supposed to record a podcast two weeks ago. Yeah. And you were like, oh, I can't do it. I'm feeling sick. I'm like, okay, we'll do it the next day. Yeah. The next day time, you're like, oh, actually, I'm not really doing tomorrow. I was like, okay. Like, I was like, one week won't hurt, whatever. And then I get the text the next morning, and mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, well, you remember that I was telling you that, like, I was having really bad stomach pains? Yeah. I get so upset, though, because, okay, so I w- was having really bad stomach pains starting on Monday evening. Um, I went to bed. I was, like, so tired I was mm-hmm. so tired I couldn't keep my eyes open I went to bed at like 8 and then I woke up around like 9 9 30 and I just had the most excruciating pain in my abdomen which really it just felt like it was gas or something like yeah you know those sharp pains um but the thing is like it just wouldn't go away like it was very it was consistently just there and no position that I could get in was comfortable. Yeah. Um, and then it started feeling really weird because I was like, wait, is this gas or is it not? Because it wasn't just the sharp pains, but there was a lot of pressure like mm-hmm. on my abdomen and pressure like on my rectum, which the only time I've ever actually felt pressure like that, like on my freaking butthole was when I was in labor. Yeah. Which was such a weird feeling. So I was like, this is weird. Like, I don't know why I have all this pressure. Like that's whatever. Um, oops. So anyways, I went out into the living room. Ryan was still awake and I was just like, I could barely walk. I was hunched over and he was freaking out. And I was just telling him like, like, do we have gas eggs? Do we have something? Like, I just need something to relieve this pain. And I was just like, literally like writhing in pain, like on the couch. Um, and then we called my mom and I was telling her and I was like, I'm having these pains, but like, I'm not bleeding or anything. So I wasn't worried because yeah. there was no bleeding. Um, and actually we had just been to the doctor that morning and had our first appointment. Oh. And so we had our first ultrasound, no, it wasn't even an ultrasound, excuse me. We had our first appointment and we got to listen to the baby's heartbeat. Um, the doctor let us listen to it for like 20 seconds. Like it wasn't even a long time. I don't wow. even know how strong the heartbeat was. Like she didn't give us any information. What the she was heck? just like, oh, there it is. Nice, strong, healthy. And that was it. Like, I don't need, I couldn't tell you how many beats per minute or anything. She didn't, she, she didn't tell me anything. What the heck? Yeah. Um, and so I was really upset because my first appointment that I had when I was pregnant with Iris was at 10 weeks. And this one that I had was at nine weeks. But I got an ultrasound with that first appointment I was going to ask you, what, why wasn't it like an ultrasound? I don't know. She told me that I wouldn't have one, my first ultrasound, until 20 weeks. <gasps> and I was like, what are you talking what about? What the heck? No. That's, that's not, not right. right. <laughs> that's what that's I was right. saying. What the heck? Yeah. I would have been like, can I speak to someone else? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I don't, I just don't really like vibe with my doctor. But she told me that and I was like, what? I won't get to see my baby so 20 weeks. That's not right. I saw That's Iris far ultrasound for like, I think like 10 weeks, uh, like 14 or 16 and 20. And I also had uterine fibroids. So they gave me more ultrasounds because they were trying to track the growth yeah. too. But yeah. So anyways, my doctor told me that and we were just like kind of annoyed, but we went home, everything was fine. And then that night I started getting the pains. So we called my mom, she's a nurse, and she was just telling me, like, yeah, just take some medicine, some gas, like, it just sounds like gas, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, so Ryan ran across the street, got some medicine, and I took it, and it actually made me feel better, okay. um, enough that I could fall asleep, and so I fell asleep. Um, but when I woke up the next morning, like, the pain was still there, so I popped a couple more gas eggs just so it wouldn't be too bad, um, and I just laid on the couch, and I was on the couch all morning, just, like, still in pain. Um, and so I decided that if I was still in pain, like by the end, by like noon or something, then I would call the doctor. Um, so I did. And then they scheduled me for an urgent appointment at two. We go into the urgent appointment at two o'clock. Um, and I was really, really pissed because I couldn't see the doctor. We saw a nurse. Oh my um, goodness. And all she did was ask me questions that I had already told them. Like yeah. when I made the appointment nobody like examined me nobody like even felt my stomach what did nobody... they do a, a nurse yeah where was the doctor I like did you ask to speak to the doctor i don't think the doctor was even available oh my god yeah so it was just nothing like i could have i didn't even have to go in there i could have done that over the phone yeah and so we left and I, my mom wait was you pissed. left yeah, so they what tried the to was that? they tried to schedule me for an ultrasound, but they couldn't get me one that day. So they scheduled me one for the next morning. But this is supposed to be an urgent. Exactly. 
this is not yeah. oh mm-hmm. i think no this yeah. is like this is urgent right and they scheduled you for the next morning mm-hmm. what the hell kendra yeah. so i was pissed my mom was livid when i told her um but i was just like I don't know what else to do. Like, there's nothing else to do. This makes me want to cry. Yeah. If you guys don't know, I'm an emotional person. So I will cry. Yeah. It was really awful. And so then uh, I was pretty much just, you know, really uncomfortable that whole night. And then I don't know what time, but it was probably around the same time, like around 9 or 10 p.m. or something. Um, I was sleeping. And then I woke up because I felt like a gush of fluid. And I was like, that's weird like so i went to the bathroom and i didn't see like anything like there was no blood or anything and i was like so it was just like clear yeah like, kind of like, like your water broke that's exactly what it made me think of and i was like um that's really weird and so i went back to bed and i was just laying there but then not much longer it happened again and what so then the i went to the bathroom again and then there was actually like a little bit of blood in the toilet that time and so then i told ryan and I actually, uh, my he mom was, home? was, yeah, he was home. Oh, okay. So my mom was working um, that night at the hospital and nobody else was available to like come over and watch Iris. So I actually ended up calling an ambulance um, because I didn't want to drive myself. I was in like too much pain. And I knew also that if I went into the emergency room, I would be waiting there for hours. Yeah. Um, and if I took an ambulance, they would get me right in. So I called the ambulance and I actually told them, I was like, I think I'm having a miscarriage because I don't know what else to say um and they ended up coming within like five minutes put me in the ambulance got an IV in me took me and to Ryan stayed with Iris and Iris stayed home excuse me I'm right here yeah but you have a child who's I'm sleeping. right here <laughs> I'm right here no I have a camera in his room <laughs> I'm right here this makes me so sad yeah it was sad but it was late at night I didn't we were freaking out I just wanted to go like I, you yeah know, I just wanted to go so he stayed home. I got there. They ended up getting me into a room right away, which was perfect. Um, and when I was in the ambulance, like, I felt another, like, gush of fluid. And so I was, like, telling them, like, uh, <laughs> I just felt another gush. Like, I don't know. Um, they transferred me onto the bed. And I didn't actually see, like, if there was blood, like, on the stretcher where I was. But after I was sitting in the bed for a while, everybody was, like, coming in. Nurses, doctors asking me of all the questions I've already answered and they were like okay we'll get you in for an ultrasound we'll get you some pain medicine tell me everything they're gonna do I'm like where was this when I came (laughs) for the urgent appointment like you guys take me serious because I came in an ambulance but not when I literally called coming in myself yeah oh my god so so I know I texted my mom I told her what room I was in because she wanted to come see me um and then the nurse I had two nurses in the room and I and I told her I was like, listen, I keep like feeling this gush. Like I think I'm bleeding. I need to like change or something. They asked me if I was wearing a pad, and I was like, no, I'm not. And so the nurse was like, okay, let me help you like get out of your clothes and stuff, because um, I had an IV and I was just like in so much pain I couldn't do it. So I got up off the bed and the sheets were just like soaked in blood. And I was like, oh my okay, god, this is not good. It just escalated so quickly, um, and so I got off the bed and the nurse was like helping me with pull my pants down and then they got like to my knees (laughs) and then I just like saw my baby like right there (laughs) just like fetus right there laying in my underwear and the nurse and I saw it at the same time and she was just like didn't even know what to say she just held me she's like I'm here I'm here and I just started crying um and I was just sobbing on her and she asked me she's like is it okay if I put it in a container for you and I was like yeah so she did and I just held it and as um she was pulling my pants up my mom walked into the room um and she was like have you seen the doctor or, you know how are you doing and I just like held it out to her and she just came and hugged me and we just cried together and it was just so sad because it was at that moment I was like that's it like there's nothing else that I can do and I was so mad because I felt like I was just at the doctor and like 
I felt like they didn't even take me seriously. Yeah. And so I was pissed because I was like, I don't know if something could be done. But yeah, the rest of that night I was just, I was there until like 2.30 or something in the morning. Um, and I was just in excruciating pain. It was really awful. Just bleeding so much. Um, yeah, I ended up, I had to call Ryan. Called him at like 1 in the morning to tell him. And it was just sad that he couldn't be with me. But yeah, it was just the most traumatic thing that has ever happened to me yeah yeah so the next day um I just went home we went straight to bed but then the next morning I woke up and I just like needed to shower and I woke up Ryan and asked him to help me and we went into the bathroom and I was just like in the shower like just curled up on the wall and he had the shower head he was just washing me down we were both just crying um and then later on that afternoon, actually in the morning, Iris helped me paint a little canvas um, that we made like as a tombstone um, because I brought the fetus home. And so we buried him together that afternoon and put a bunch of flowers. People were sending us flowers and we put a bunch of flowers around him, like said goodbye and stuff. And yeah, but so that day was really rough. And then like the next day, we received an email that was um, the gender results. <laughs> that is what took me away. Yeah. Like, literally, I saw your post, and when I was sliding through it, and I literally saw it, like, my heart sank. Yeah. Like, I was like, I can't even imagine what you're feeling. Yeah. Like, that has to be the worst. Like, only if you um, she has a daughter already, so obviously seeing that, and you guys wanted a boy. Yeah. So that just sucks, because, like... I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, I know that, like, people say sorry and, like, send flowers, and it literally means crap. Like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, it's like, okay, thanks. And it's like, it doesn't change the outcome, you know? Yeah. So I'm so sorry because it has to suck. Especially, like, that literally, like, I was swiping and it took me away. Like, yeah. I literally didn't know what to do. Like, I sunk. Like, I was like, that has to literally suck. And, like, I see Ethan running around, and I'm like, mm-hmm. who am I to, like, take anything for granted? Like, this girl literally so sorry yeah so that was devastating i was so torn to open that email but i like not knowing was killing me yeah and then after i knew i was like i don't know if this was worth it yeah but yeah so that after i read that that i just got really scared like oh wow this is this was our chance to have a boy and now who knows if you know we'll ever have that again but yeah um I don't know. I haven't been focusing on those thoughts lately. I've been, I've actually been doing pretty well these last few days. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's great to talk about these things because, like, whether it's for other people to, like, get something from it, it's just always good to just, yeah, just talk about it. And also, like, I don't know, maybe, like, a couple months from now or years from now, you could listen back to it and be like, dang, that's where I was. And now, mm-hmm. look at where I'm at now. But you're so strong. Like the fact that you even opened up that email and you're still here. (laughs) I know. I would have been out. Yeah. What's it called? Um, Your situation for like a miscarriage is like so different than mine because like you knew that you were pregnant. Yeah. I didn't know that I was pregnant. Um, Literally was just having like cramps and like uh, if anyone knows me, I literally get the worst cramps ever. Um, which is why I was like put on the pill since I was like a, a little youngin because I've always had the worst cramps and I just remember I had like really bad cramps I'm like okay like I guess my period's coming but I've never been the type to have cramps before my period mm-hmm. comes um, so I had cramps and I was like oh this is so weird like why am I having cramps so I was like okay whatever the next day um, I wake up and um, I go to the toilet and it's like filled with blood oh but like kind of like when you just gave birth and like you know like there's like that much blood on the pad like that's what it looked like in a toilet and maybe because it was so early in the morning I didn't think of it but I was just like oh like let me put a tampon in I think about it now I'm like what an idiot like if I would have just turned on the light to the bathroom because like our bathroom was connected to our room so if the light was on in the bathroom I didn't really turn like I was just like I kind of like I remember I looked down a little bit because I felt like a plop in the toilet so I'm like like, I didn't think too much and it was like early in the morning and I looked at the toilet and it was just like all blood and I was like oh this my my instinct at like 5 in the morning was go grab a tampon go back to bed 
take a shower when you wake up whatever i put the tampon in and it kind of like hurt like really bad like but i didn't think of it like i was just so tired i went back to bed and i woke up and that whole like the past two days i was telling him so i was like my stomach is really hurting and he kept on telling me like go to the doctor go to your ob and i'm like no like i don't like i just hate the hospital so i was like no and i just wish i would have listened because like maybe it would have like it would have not been so traumatizing yeah so i wake up a few hours later i change my tampon and it's like it's bad like i pull out the tampon and it's just going like like literally like the same like it's just going and going and and it's like the most painful feeling ever and i'm like what the hell's going on so i tell us i'm like i just took out my tampon like he's like oh probably just a lot of blood i'm like why am i even asking this fool he doesn't know what the heck i'm talking about so i start looking it up and it's saying that it's like blood clots so i'm like why do i have blood clots i eat uh message my ob because we were like besties and i'm like hey um is this my period or is this blood clots she's like come in right now and i'm like i didn't know that i was pregnant so i didn't i was yeah. like maybe she's really bad blood clots she's gonna, i don't know what i was thinking but i know that i was a little bit worried yeah. but I, no idea had no sense that i was pregnant anything as i go in um i'm like saying hi to the front desk lady and she was already waiting for me at the door to come in she's like get in now and i'm like what like what happened she's like when was the last time you had your period i'm like i'm on it right now like <laughs> Oh my I'm like, I'm on know. it right now. I can laugh about it now because it's been a year. But um, she like lays me down and she's like, take off your clothes. I'll be back in. So I'm taking off my clothes and it's like my tampon is practically like slipping out of my oh vagina my because it was so much blood. And that's never happened to me before. So I'm yeah. like, I pulled it out and again, like it was like all over. And like she knocked, she was like, are you ready? like are you whatever like are you decent and i'm they're crying because it hit me because like i literally see it on the floor and it freaking hit me and i was like what the heck and i'm like yeah i'm ready and she comes in and she just did the same thing like she just came to me she just hugged me like she didn't know what to do like she was like i'm so sorry and i'm like why didn't you like i was mad at her i was like why didn't you tell me like if you had a clue and um yeah she just laid me down um it was like broken like i only had the legs and the arms were stuck so they had to go in with the vacuum and that is the worst experience ever like hearing like the (gasps) because like you can literally hear them tearing it apart because they have to because it was like stuck in like a weird position and Josue wasn't even there with me. He was downstairs with Ethan in the car waiting for me because they were like, oh, it's just going to be like, I was oh thinking it's just going to be quick, like whatever. Um, so Josue was like texting me like, are you okay? Like what's going on? What happened? And I wasn't responding to him because obviously I was going through you know, like the procedure. And um, I just stood in the room. She was like, do you want me to stay here with you? I was like, no, just leave. She was like, he could come up even though it was like COVID restriction times. They were like, I feel bad, like let him come up. And I was like, no, like I just stood in the room for like 10 minutes by myself. Like, thinking, how dumb could I be to not know that I was pregnant? And, um, yeah, I was, like, the worst. And I remember going down the elevator, and I texted Josue. I was like, I just had a miscarriage. And then three seconds later, I saw him, like, because he pulled up to the building to get me. And he got out the car, and we were crying in front of the hospital, and everyone was just watching us. Like, I feel like they had a sense of what happened because I was just like, I lost my baby. And he was like, we had a baby. Like, it was, it was just a lot. And I got in the car, and literally I had a play date that afternoon, and I went. And I, I acted. I acted so normal as if like nothing ever happened to me. And I was well, in the most deepest pain. Shock. I was, and then like the next day, I was like, "What the frick am I doing? Like I'm acting like everything is fine." And I had to like sit down and really like reevaluate myself and be like, "You're allowed to feel these feelings." Mm-hmm. I think it's because I was just feeling guilty that I didn't know that I was pregnant. But it's like my cycle came. Yeah. Technically, my cycle came the day that it was supposed to. Yeah. So. Um, I just didn't know like even with Ethan I didn't find out that I was pregnant with Ethan until like two months almost three months mm-hmm. so like I just didn't know yeah um it was just the fact that like the same with you like you pull down your yeah and you see it mine was like literally I was already naked about to get on to like where they lay you and it was just on the floor with the rest of the blood oh and my I'm like God. and it was like broken can you that's no, traumatizing that is traumatizing yeah. and then they give you back the piece i i didn't even keep i i didn't keep it i took a photo i i i didn't even keep it and yeah. literally we took 
a trip to Jersey. We road trip to Jersey a couple weeks later because like we just needed like to do something and like I he just wanted to be closer to his family and so we took a trip up to Jersey and then I got an email saying that it was a girl. What? So I'm like, and it was the the um what's it called? Her due date was Josue's birthday, oh January sixth. Oh my god. So when Josue's birthday came this past year, I was Wait, why did they email you to tell you that? Because she tried to call me twice but I didn't pick up. So what she was trying to tell me before I got the email, oh. but I didn't pick up because we were with family. So when I, I didn't we know were with something that they did, like yeah, maybe they could take a or... genetic test or whatever. Anyhow, but yeah, so wow. I was like, can you let me know? Because I told her in advance, call me. I don't want to have the email. I'm going to be on the trip. So she tried to call me, yeah. but I, I didn't pick up. And I saw that she called me, and I was like, let me just check my email. And when I checked my email, it was there. And I told her this way, and then, I don't know. It was just the worst. We were with family, so we couldn't really sob the way we wanted to yeah because nobody knew so yeah i don't know two different experiences same ending (laughs) when did did you tell everybody or your family my parents so this happened august of 2021 Mm -hmm. i didn't tell my parents until a month before we moved here so march 2022 okay wow yeah so it was a couple months um and we told his mom because around the time that I was cramping really bad before, like two days before it happened, I was on the phone with her and like I dropped the phone and I literally went into like a hurdle. Oh my God. And she was like, what happened, what happened? And like I was in low with Ethan because he was at work and she called him. She was like, something's wrong with her, you need to take it to the hospital. And then that's when he kept telling me, let's go to the hospital. I was like, no, I'm fine. Like, cause it was like in and out of pain and like I would take medicine and it would go away. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like maybe whatever. Um, so when it happened, he ended up telling his mom because she kept on calling, like, is everything okay with her? Like, what's going on? She kept saying that I was pregnant. And I was like, no, there's no way. So we had to tell her and be like, because yeah. she, she has she a little knows. sense for things. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, besides, I think only, like, his intimate family, like, brothers and sisters and parents know. And same thing with mine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, like, the worst, man. Like, there, there's not a day that goes by that I don't. I don't think like I was just telling my dad two days ago I was like if I would have given birth to her she would have been six months I would have had a six month old right now and like I was just sobbing on the phone to my dad because it's the worst you know like you there's not a day that's gonna go by that you don't think about him you know like when we moved here and I was setting up the dining table I thought about oh my god there would be a high chair there if she was here you know or I was laying here with Ethan the other day breastfeeding him and I looked out and I was like there would be a swing there or something there like there's not a day that goes by that you don't think about your child because at the end of the day they are your child you know like you lay down and you think wow there would be a baby right here or like when the due date comes like it's just like the worst you know like Josue's birthday came and all I could think about was well would I be in labor right now it's like the worst like the due date and the the day of like their death i guess you would call it is the worst like it's literally the worst and it's like everyone like my dad's like oh you know god does everything for a reason um they send you flowers or they do this and it's like bro like you can't help but think like dang like i would have had a baby in my arms right now yeah like it's the worst feeling ever like and it's just the worst like there's nothing that you can say like that's what he tells me all the time like he hugs me and he's like i'm here for you and it's like yeah like you're the dad but it's like you didn't carry this baby you didn't see what i saw because like in both of our cases they weren't there you know and it's just the worst like it's the worst feeling like and like it's the worst especially in the beginning where like you feel like you could have did something more or like what if I did this? What if I would have went earlier? What if they would have actually right. checked me when I went to the urgent care? Like, you can't help but think what of all of these what ifs. And that's the worst. Because you never know. Like, what if... Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Literally the worst. You know, my sister was telling me... Because, um, you know, miscarriages are so common. Which yeah. I didn't even know how common they were until it happens to you and then you start researching you're like what the frick one out of four that's crazy you know what's funny i was talking to Josue about this i didn't know if i was going to tell you but when you were telling me your symptoms that day i wanted to text you back and be like i think you're having a miscarriage because the exact same thing happened to me 
and he was like don't tell her like if it's not and you said that like that would ruin her and i was like but i have a strong feeling it is yeah. like i just knew in my soul that it was and i think i texted you back i was like i hope you feel better but in between those lines i was saying go to the hospital like i was like i was freaking out so much for you like he was like don't tell her don't tell her and i was like no but like i feel like i have to like i felt so bad because you were like oh it's like this like it's like gas or like i don't know what it is and i, I think i responded back i was like yeah maybe it's just gas but i was like i was like i don't want to be the one to say something to her like what if i'm completely wrong and then she's like why the hell would you say that to me but i literally remember like i was reading your text and i was like holy freaking crap like i was like i really hope it's not that like i was praying i was like i really hope it's not that because that would be the worst yeah i think that like in the back of my mind i knew that that was happening and i kept looking up you know symptoms and stuff but i kept holding on to the th- to I, i'm not bleeding though like there's no yeah. blood yet yeah to give me that hope and i don't know i think i needed that hope i'm not sure what would have been easier if i had gone to the hospital and they had done an ultrasound and been like oh there's no heartbeat like you're having a miscarriage or to have it just happen and not me having to sit there in agony waiting for the inevitable i don't know what would have been easier but yeah it sometimes i just i catch myself feeling really guilty like in moments where i feel fine and i feel like i'm at peace and i feel like i'm very grateful for everything that's happening and then i'm like wait why you shouldn't be feeling happy right now you should be grieving like yeah um so I've been I've been I feel like I've come a really long way because I've been able to really return to that feeling of peace that I've tried so hard over the years to really cultivate and learn how to get there and I'm able to get to that place and so I I understand what focusing on those types of thoughts will do to me um and I've been just trying really hard not to even think those things anymore and i feel i feel pretty good yeah i feel pretty good yeah i don't know i feel like you're going about it the right way i went about it completely the wrong way when it happened to me like i literally went into this like go-go mode with everything i was like okay i'm still being a mom like so i still had to go back to work like i pushed it away so far where like i almost forgot that i even had a miscarriage and then it just hit me one day like I was at Target with Ethan and I heard a baby crying like a newborn she was like I'm so sorry like this is my first time out with her and it just hit me like I was like what the frick like I just had a miscarriage like four weeks ago what am I doing here acting like everything is normal and it's like you have kids that keep you so busy that you kind of like it kind of forces you to forget about it but then like they're they go to sleep and it's like that moment of silence and you're like holy crap like you know like it hits you again like mm-hmm. a whirlwind yeah. so i'm like proud that you're going through the right stages um because i completely did not go through yeah. that and it hit me like a ton of bricks yeah it's just i mean i did take a, an entire week that i didn't do anything i laid on the couch i didn't walk around i literally did nothing i had my yeah. phone off on silent i didn't even have it near me and I was just in that sadness and feeling it. And I'm really glad that it did that. But then after that first week, I was like, okay, my body was literally screaming at me, like, do something. Like, I'm hurt. I'm as hurt as you are. Like, you need to nurture me and yeah. help me. And so I've kind of just had to learn how to surrender to that and let my body take over the motions. And that's what I've been doing. I've just been remembering what I've done in the past to heal myself and just doing those motions and the healing has been happening naturally so I I just kind of realized that there's you know muscle memory that comes with healing like yeah. you do it over and over although it's a little bit different every time it's pretty much going to be the same process yes how has um Ryan been dealing with everything like I know you can't speak specifically for him but as your partner you know and him not being able to be there like I know that has to suck yeah I mean he's been so supportive he him and I took an entire week off together so we were just home with Iris and each other um for that whole week just grieving together which was really nice to have that um and then he's just been so supportive he is always cheering me on like after I 
go outside and meditate and stuff he'll tell me like i'm so proud of you for doing that like you're doing Aww. so good um but he's just my support just always asking me if i'm doing okay just you know he's the sweetest and he's been he's been good he is also the kind that really puts on a brave face um but he's also been allowing himself to feel his emotions too which i really appreciate um, if he feels like he needs to cry, he's just going to cry and get it out. Yeah. And then we talk about things together. And so being able to do this with somebody um, has been so immensely helpful. Yeah. But I think we're both, you know, kind of in the place where we've gone back to work now and we're just kind of getting back into the motions of things. Yeah. And, you know, we still talk about things, but we are looking forward. So, yeah. I know it's it's so hard. I don't think it will ever not be hard. So yeah, I remember um, like after um, everything and then like my follow up appointments and everything. Because um, my OB and me were like really besties. She like always kept it like real with me. She was like, "I'm letting you know now. Trying again will be harder this time around." And I asked her, I was like, really? yeah, I asked her and I was like, why? And she was like, because now that your body is so used to what happened in such a short time, because let's think about it, like, you're supposed to hold a baby for nine months. Mm-hmm. You didn't hold a baby for nine months. Okay. Now, when you tried to do it again, your body's already used to rejecting something so quickly when it's supposed to be doing it for a longer period of time that it could happen again. So me and my Dr. Google, I went searching, like, how... How many times does it happen where you try again and it doesn't happen? Mm-hmm. And I, I should have never did that. I read all of these horror stories. It took me three times. It took me two times. Now there are those times, oh, the next time it happened automatically, yeah. especially when you're young and whatever, whatever. And that scares me. It scares me so badly to get pregnant again. Yeah. Because I know that pain and I don't ever want to feel that again. But at the same time, it's like if I do, we do want another kid you're gonna have to try sweetheart mm-hmm. like you're gonna have to do it again and it's like the pain of like just even thinking about it happening again makes me so scared yeah makes me so, like i remember when it happened i was like okay we'll try like in a couple months when i get the go but then when i was like ready to try again i just couldn't like i couldn't and i had to go to therapy for it because i literally was so scared that it would happen to me again and i started to like even get scared to like be intimate again with my partner thinking that it could happen again and yeah. i wouldn't know yeah so help me lower yeah see and when i was looking stuff up i was like finding the opposite to be true from what your doctor said that yeah that they say getting pregnant within like the first one to three months you have a better chance because your body is like more like it's used to being pregnant right Mm -hmm. now um and that your chances like of having a miscarriage after having one are significantly lower so I don't know. I'm like Obi. Should I text you real quick? <laughs> Man, I'm not so jealous that you and your Obi were close. My doctor, funnily enough, mm-hmm. was um, working that night in the hospital that oh, I was yeah? there in the emergency room, and they told her that I was there, and she never came to see me. <gasps> yeah, she never came to see me. What a doctor! Yep. I don't like that. No, I know. No, yeah, my OB, the, when I, let's switch to a lighter subject, mm-hmm. but when I gave birth to Ethan, she was like, those couple weeks before I gave birth, she was like, when you get into the hospital, you text me and you say, hey, like they, what is it? They um, gave me like the okay that you're staying. Oh yeah. So text me and let me know that you're going into labor. But since I was in excruciating pain, I didn't tell her to text her. So I guess someone was like, okay, so we're going to get this male doctor that is on right now because it was like 2 in the morning. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I have tr- trouble with that. I don't need another one to see my vagina. <laughs> no, get out of here. So, he, so they were like, that's the only one that we have on board. But I guess the lady heard me like explaining to like this girl that I didn't want this man. So she ended up finding who my doctor was paged her her. hey muscle hey girl (laughs) um so she walked in as i was about to like push and stuff she was like why did she burst it through the door why didn't you call me you know i would have been here since two in the morning i had to find out i had to she walked out of another person giving birth 
and let that man take over and then came to oh, me okay and i was like that's so sweet she's my bestie she has a picture of me and ethan inside her office so. oh my gosh um but she does have every other patient she has also delivered so it's not just me but um <laughs> so sweet no yeah that is the worst oh especially yeah. in that situation she didn't even come to check yeah. up on you yeah so i was like no i'm done with her <laughs> i'm not gonna see her next time she yeah i didn't vibe with her <laughs> yeah my first ob that i had for ethan for the first couple of months i hated her their office like since i was on medicaid i was gonna say medicare um but since i was on medicaid every single appointment that i would walk into they would you know you would sign in you would wait thing but she would literally have me sign and be like what's your insurance and then i have to show her the card so i'm like okay like that's enough she'll see okay so medicaid in front of why did they do that and i was like the first time it happened i was like okay maybe this is like normal like i'm newly pregnant like i don't know nothing but after a while like second month third month and it's like almost everything she would do it to everyone else so it'd be like uh blue cross blue shield okay medicaid plus where is the privacy Um, like she would say everyone so at one point i like spazzed like i think i we were moving to like a different city so i was i found my bestie and um she like said it for the last time and i was like you and like i went to her because you know like the window yeah and they have a little voice <laughs> and i was like i was like you do know that is disrespectful i was like you are <laughs> so rude i'm like not that i care that i'm on medicaid because at this point i, I didn't yeah. care i'm like <laughs> loud and proud in the beginning though i was a little like mm, a little reserved I'm like shut up <laughs> but i was like that is so rude. i was like what if someone doesn't want people to know that they have medicaid like there's nothing wrong with that but like why would you do that she's like oh i didn't know that i was being loud i'm so sorry oh. she's like here are your exit papers because like you know they have to give you your exit papers yeah. for you're leaving to another office so I, I grabbed it and i was like rude lady on window two <gasps> no you didn't oh my god of course her, you window, did. her window was window two so i was like rude lady on window two because she called someone she was like okay miss whatever and i was like rude lady on window. she gave me the dirtiest look oh but i left out god. there with my with my four-month belly feeling very happy and like there was a I lady that, that was like chuckling like in the back and i was like i did it for you girl <laughs> but i'm like you're so rude no, like that oh, really i hated rude. that office god. and that doctor literally was, was the same like she would get you in hear the heartbeat for like a couple seconds and then leave yeah i'm like, we what, like why are you here i was like i didn't just take this uber for 45 Seriously? minutes for you to give me an appointment for two minutes oh god i hate that <laughs> i know i feel like i i would rather have like a midwife experience next time. oh my god yeah Do we, i i had a midwife um once i switched to my bestie mm-hmm. um because one thing about me is if covid wasn't a thing i would have given birth at home sweetie i was so about giving birth at home yeah and then covid happened and obviously ethan was born right at the peak of covid and they were like no we can't do that so they were like the best we could do is a water birth in the hospital like in their tub and i was like that's not the same oh, yeah. um i have such a traumatic event events with the hospital like Mm -hmm. the first time i got molested they took me to the hospital so like they could check you out and i was like denying it because they were like you know man was like don't say anything so i was like denying it and they had to physically hold me two guards and they clipped my shirt and my pants with scissors (gasps) literally were like checking me and i had like bruises too and they were like checking me and like that's how they found out that like it happened to me but i had the most traumatic events with like even when my mom had cancer um this is so bad for me to say but like i'm glad we understand each other now i couldn't go to the hospital when she had cancer like i think i went maybe a couple amount of times like in my hands like count amount of times in my hands but i couldn't like i i couldn't go like it's so traumatizing for me to go into a hospital um, so even me giving birth to Ethan, Ethan, you lucky because <laughs> I would have had you in the car in my little Honda hoopty. <laughs> oh, no, no, But yeah. Wow. Man. I know a home birth would be nice. I used to always dream about that, but the hospital birth was fine for me. Okay. I was very calm, cool, and collected. No, yeah. I loved I loved the hospital birth. We had the biggest, um, what is it, room mm-hmm. in the wing. Oh. Because we came in at 2 in the morning and everyone else decided, like, their water broke and they were giving birth after me. So I got the biggest room. Nice. And I was, so we had the view <laughs> of uh, downtown Orlando. I was just, I was, I was living my life. <laughs> they were bringing me food. I was like, oh, this is, see? This is the hospital. Not bad, right? I was like, this is, 
But then when they moved me to like the room after you give birth, I was like, it's so small. I was like, what is this? I know. I was like, is this because I got Medicaid? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know y'all not doing me this dirty. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh wow. my god. This episode is so sad. I gave myself a headache from crying. I know. I think it's pretty long too, actually. I'm like trying to check the time, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just got quiet. <laughs> I know. Yeah, uh, that was just heavy. And it really was. Yeah. Sorry it wasn't your... What is it? Glimpse and glamour? Yeah, but you know, it's real. That's what's been happening over Let's here. Let's be so. real. Is it? Let's be honest. <laughs> Now you're gonna get the thing wrong. <laughs> Sorry guys, it's let's be honest, not let's be real. Yeah, but this is honest and some of you asked to know what happened. And yeah. I did tell everybody on Instagram what happened, so um I don't mind talking about it because it's what I'm going through. So anyway, glad to be back. <laughs> really I'm glad to be back though. It feels good to just like you know be with a friend <laughs> no yeah oh gosh isolation is nice but you know sisterhood community is also very much needed. i love isolation <laughs> i was like at one point like the first week i was like okay like she needs her time by the second week i'm like i'm like hey what is iris doing i'm like ethan's out here asking for iris iris i'm like let's chill out brother oh let's chill gosh. out he's like ay, ay, ay. Oh. i'm like bro you sound like um what is it like a seal <laughs> i heard you guys this morning actually i know I, I i had my um my airpods in and he started going to your staircase and like it's normal so i'm like no you have to keep going straight and um then Josue called me because he was putting up these lights and i heard her and i was like, oh that's why he wants to go so i was like okay i have to call you later and then i was like we can't go there i was like we can't go there and he was like, eh. you heard him he was like, eh. yeah. and i was like we can't go i was like we can go the privacy and then i like picked him up and we ran away he's like because eh. I, I heard him making his little noises i was like that's ethan yeah <laughs> I know that voice. no because at first i was like why does he want to go there because like normally when he goes i'm like no and he he, he pretty much like goes mm-hmm. but he wanted to stay there and thank god Jose called me because the minute they hung up i heard her yeah. and i was like makes sense <laughs> they're so cute no, we'll get them together she will be very excited to see him oh lordy but- I'm like, is this the end? Yeah, I think this has to be the end. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm I'm getting tired, girl. Yeah, it's dark. But anyways, thanks for letting me talk that out. Thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah, thanks. Sorry for such a sad, sad episode. (laughs) But it was real and honest. Yeah, but we should be back on track. So Yeah, we should. Um, Thank you guys so much uh, for listening. Um, it's been really exciting. Um, also, I just love the fact that you guys noticed we didn't upload last week um, because I had DMs. <laughs> I had three girls DM me and they were like, where's the episode? Like, oh, did you guys not upload it? it? And I was like, and then I posted your, yeah. your thing. And then people were like, oh my God, I'm so, because I didn't respond. So like, oh yeah. God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. And I was like, it's fine. Hopefully we'll be back next week. But it's really cool seeing you guys. Um, DM and actually yeah. be like, where's the episode? Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. That's I didn't so even cool. realize. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you guys. We will oh, catch you. What? So oh. sorry to cut you off. Um, I started a YouTube channel. Oh, My first yes. video but, but, will but. be going live tomorrow. By the time this is up, it will be up. Um, you guys should go check it out. Um, I'll put it on the story for our podcast page. But please support us, Sista. Yes, I love it. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Do, yes. do your outro now. Oh, okay. I forgot what I was saying. I was just going to say, we'll see you guys in the next one. We'll talk to you later. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Go to sleep. <laughs>